We continue the conversation on the talking point, and our focus now is on the Salga conference that we are going to be broadcasting from uh, for the rest of the week. And of course, uh, we're going to be talking about issues of local government. And I want you to be part of uh, the conversation here. This is a conference that takes place once every five years, and we know the role and the mandate that Salga plays when it comes to local government. You heard there that uh, this particular conference is made to align with what is the local government election cycle. Uh, so you have a whole lot of council councillors, some of them at least after this latest election would be new councillors that have had to be inducted. There's a lot of stock taking that needs to take place. There's no question about the state of municipalities, the dire state that so many municipalities are in. And I wonder what the role of a conference like this will be in as far as paving a way forward and consolidating perhaps what some of those problems are. So I'll take your calls on 011-714-2006. That's the number to dial this morning, uh, 714 2006. I also take your voice notes uh, on the WhatsApp line. So let me take you then uh, to our next guest, who is a Salga NEC member, Councillor Beke Stofile, uh, joins me now. Mr. Stofile, good morning to you and thanks for your time today. Greetings to you and uh, SAFM listeners. I was talking about, you know, the, the role of a conference like this. And, and I know part of what you're going to do is to be consolidating the state of local government. What will that process entail? And, you know, given the fact that we know the problems that are there in local government, and, and Salga, as, as a key custodian and stakeholder of local government, knows what those problems are. But what does a conference like this, what role does it play then? We, we are going to look back from the past uh, five years, and of course, stretching back from the period in which the association was born, and look into the objectives that we have set then and the key deliverables that we expected to be delivered and check it with the plan that we have adopted as National Executive Committee in 2016 and begin to check what might have been the gaps in delivering what we have set in our key strategic objectives that we have set for ourselves. And then um, after that, we, we look what are the key areas that we can look as, as done. And as you know that since the establishment of local government system in South Africa, there are many things that have developed. I mean, many people have uh, received water, they've received um, um, electricity, at least the many houses that have been built. Uh, in the municipal space by contribution of the municipality. And of course, the needs of communities never be enough and, and thereby put more challenge to the local government space. And as you know that we are operating um, in the period where the world over is facing a serious economic challenges, which impact to the local government space and communities at large. And we are looking back to say, what is it that we could learn in these developments over the last five years? And what is it that the new leadership that will come out of this conference will do? Part to that is how would we then improve communication and close the gap between uh, the citizens? 
in our take is that citizens in your view is the public but to our business the citizens are shareholders of this business and which the shareholders uh, of any business should have interest of how this business unfold it is those very citizens who complain about the state of a service delivery today and the year on year we see what is happening in local government and i just want to know you know does Salga do this consolidation once every five years? Does it happen annually and today then or this week then is an opportunity to reflect on what you have found over a series of years? Uh, because the challenge is that for many people, the, the state of the municipalities five years ago was perhaps better than what it was today because the state of service delivery has worsened over the last five years. And so in this period where you're not having a conference, what are the steps being taken to respond to the very real challenges that municipalities are facing? As, as you know, the, the mandate and the responsibility of the association is to lobby, advocate and represent the interest of the sector in which we are. And as you know that the Republic of South Africa adopted the IGR Act in which foster the collaborations and relations between the three spheres of government. So over the last period, um, uh, we have been seized uh, in engaging about the, the, the way in which as government as a whole, uh, because we must be careful as South Africans to compatibilize the, the government. Because government as a whole, as a unit, it has a responsibility to render service to communities. So over the last couple of years, we have been seized with the engagement about the importance of government as a whole to act together in rendering the service in communities where they live. So over the last five years, this is what we have been busy with in terms of engaging on a number of issues that affects communities that had to be done by government that had to be participated by communities in so far as dealing with the challenges that they are facing. So, yes, we, we have this, this is the, the five-year period which every year we look back in terms of what have we achieved over the last year and what were the challenges that we have encountered in the, in the last period and how do we plan together going to that. For instance, I can make an example, uh, just uh, in the NMA, we have made an assessment pertaining to the performance of municipalities. And one of those performance of municipalities is the inability of the customers, uh, in this case, be able to pay what is due to municipalities and what could be the interventions that can be made interacting and engaging with, the, with other spheres of government so that ultimately services are rendered to communities. There, there is a, a, a sense, and sometimes it's a prevailing sense, that an organization like Salga is not doing enough. Because you, you speak about representing and advocating on behalf of um, the local government sector that you represent, right? So issues, of course, of funding and other related matters, Salga is going to be the main voice for that. But in the same breath, those are the very same issues where we see municipalities failing. So, you know, on the one hand, don't have enough money to 
you know, to fund the budget. On the other, the little money that we do have sometimes ends up in corruption. Where is Salga's voice there? Okay. The, the Salga voice, it has been always involved. I mean, you'll know, um, at the period when um, the public protector was Mayor Tule Madonsan, the association in, here in Cape Town signed an agreement or declaration insofar as working together in fighting corruption and make councillors and municipalities accountable. And you can say, and part of that, what we have identified as a weakness which it needs to, to be dealt with, which we are happy. We must say we are happy in these elections. At least there is some sign that the shareholders that I was referring to earlier on, which is communities and the political parties that are playing um, part in the space, uh, have managed to take some of the views that we have set. One of the views that we have set, it was the issue of capacity. Political oversight and the ability for those that are deployed to perform the duties that they are assigned to them. And therefore, local government should not be viewed as a secondary sphere of government. It's a primary sphere of government where you need to deploy persons and individuals of stature and capacity. I'm going to read out just some of the messages that have started coming through from our listeners. Of course, I'll also take a couple of calls on 011-714-2006. That's the number to dial to get in touch with us today. And, of course, if you want to send us a WhatsApp voice note or even a WhatsApp text message, you're more than welcome to do that. The number to use 0614-104-107 on social media at SFM Radio, the hashtag the SAFM uh, talking point and we're in conversation with a councillor Bege Stofile who is a member of the Salga NEC. So some of the messages are coming through today for you Mr. Stofile. Uh, this one says Kathy it's been three decades since all involved in governance should and must have developed systems and themselves. How many drawing boards should be revised before anything happens? This is pure incompetence and people who are just there to draw salaries and perks while flaunting their positions like kings in communities they're supposed to serve. Conferences held at taxpayer expense that are just talk shows with no significant changes. Three decades is there no ounce of shame so that's one message there uh, the other from joe says uh, safm another talk shop at a cost of expensive conference oh no salga has done very little for the past 20 years the majority of local municipalities are doing what they like they're not focused on service delivery the cost of salga is another burden on sa tax taxpayers a waste of money there is no accountability by these structures uh, so that's those are just some of the messages that we've received i wanted to respond to those before uh, we take some voice notes and calls the Okay, I understand the issue that says it has been three decades. I hope in that understanding you factor issues pertaining to change, adaptation, and focus. As you know, in South Africa, every five years you're supposed to go to elections. And every five years you produce a different results of leadership that emerge out of elections. So in the period uh, which it has been referred to, 
it is part of the period in consolidating. For instance, now, as we sit at here, we are just coming from local government elections with a completely new leadership. And therefore, part of that is to orientate them with the process insofar as how would we then expeditiously deal with matters of service delivery and deliver service to communities and serve the money that has been given to us because it is our responsibility to uh, look after the resources that have been given to us and manage it uh, prudently and in making sure that the expenses that we encounter are of value to communities. That's one. That's one part on the, on the issue of the three decades and factoring the issue of change, that leadership changes. So convening a conference, it could have been very f uh, f uh, f I mean, fatal that you don't convene a conference because the old guards of councillors, their term of office ended on the 1st of November and therefore there is no leadership that it must emerge in the association. So you need to look into that and factor the process mm. and program going forward. Just before you move on to, to the other points that, that I imagine you also want to address from those comments, does that mean that there are no systems in place at a local government level, and we're talking administrative systems here, that allow for continuity, that it actually, it can't be that every time there's a new councillor or there's a new mayor, things are starting from scratch and and that to me would be a, an obvious weakness in far as not just tracking progress but being able to get progress because uh, fundamentally yes there will be changes here and there but when it comes to policy of what local government needs to deliver that is set in in legislation so even if there may be variations on how to do it there aren't variations on what needs to be done absolutely Absolutely, you're yeah, perfectly correct. In fact, that question, it should go with, um, insofar as um, the, the, as you install councils, as you orientate council, you orientate council according to what is legislated, vis-a-vis -vis what it has been a manifesto of a political party contesting elections. Then in that process, you had to orientate those individuals. There are systems in local government. Uh, are well regulated. I mean, if you go to various pieces of legislation, does give rise and interest that local government had to operate in a manner that it befits the office individuals hold, both at political level and administrative, uh, administrative level. But in the process of that, when the new elections come, it, intercepted, it interrupted that process. We are going to continue the conversation with Mr. Stofile. He is a Salga NEC member joining us uh, for this leg of our conversation. Let me take a quick break. I'll also take a couple of, of your calls on 011-714-2006. What is your assessment of uh, the South African Local Government Association? How would you rate the work that they have done over the past five years? They're going to be consolidating, as you heard, uh, some of that work in this conversation over the next couple of days to you as somebody who is described as their shareholders how would you rate the work that has been done by this organization we'll take those calls after this when hashtag SFM talking point 
All right, there we go. We continue the conversation on the talking point this morning, and our focus is on the 25th celebration of Salga. Of course, this is uh, the conference that they hold every five years. Uh, Siwani J.C. Kawunda says, Kathy, Salga is dysfunctional in their roles and failing to hold municipalities to account. Example, Musina municipality running five years without a general manager, technical and other general managers, and they're away but fail to capacitate municipalities just a waste of time. So that's just uh, one view that's uh, coming through there. Let me go on to the phone lines. Uh, Sebastian, good morning. Yes, good morning to you. <clears throat> Based on personal experience, I would rate Selka's performance as extremely poor, and I'd like to give two examples. Um, firstly, I was advised by a retired senior um, employee of the City Council of Cape Town that Salgo was responsible for setting the extremely high mayoral salaries throughout the country and uh, the other senior executive salaries, middle, even middle ranks and so forth, have followed suit. Now, one of um, the biggest expenditures of the municipalities, including Cape Town, is their wage bill. And if the wage bill is, in, is overinflated, it takes uh, away from uh, what they can spend on uh, delivering services. And I think Selga should take responsibility for this. The other aspect I'd like to go into is uh, I, I have gone to Selga with allegations of the city of Cape Town um, not complying with SA constitutional and UN con uh, uh, convention requirements, in other words, being in breach of these. And Selga has basically ignored, ignored these. One, one of the breaches was the city of Cape Town going its own way, not complying with national government policy, which is a breach of one of the sections of the SA Constitution. Now, Sir Lady George gave a commitment on SAFM many years ago to go into this properly, but he has not. He just uh, defers it down to the Cape Town manage, uh, manager of Salga, who basically comes back and saying it's not our job to deal with this. And um, Sir Lady George has just ignored uh, uh, a multitude of emails sent to him thereafter. Uh, now, uh, municipalities not complying with the Constitution is, is a very serious matter, and this one would expect uh, Salga to engage with, but they have not. I think you should also look at the composition of Salga, because if, if they're made up, basically, the, uh, of aldermen from the various city councils uh, uh, throughout the country, uh, you know, whose interests are being pursued, that of the general public or that of, of the municipal officials. Uh, Sebastian, thank you so much for that. And in terms of the complaint that you say you laid with, with Salga, when was this? It's over a number of years, you know. It's the same because the Salga has been ongoing. It relates to um, rates, rebates for disabled persons and uh, senior citizens, both of which are very vulnerable groups who need uh, the utmost of protection and the complaints against the city council has been that uh, there's been various, uh, let's say, uh, things that have not been done as they should be in, in this area. And Salga has basically just ignored this. And it's okay. been ongoing for many years and the submission of complaints uh, and the Salga with the Cape Town uh, City Council continues and the complaints with Salga have been done over many years and they've had multiple opportunities to act on this and they just obviously are not were not prepared in the past to actually go against senior management of the city of Cape Town. Uh, you know, they're just prepared to be either brushed off 
uh, make a toast and take ingestion, be brushed off easily and say we've done our job and then thereafter just to actually do nothing at all. Um, all right. All right, Sebastian. Uh, thanks for, for calling in and, and for sharing your experience. Uh, Mr. Sofile, let me give you a chance uh, to respond to some of the feedback that you're getting from our listeners. Thank you very much. Uh, let, let me start with the, 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 the last one, the, the call one. With this, I assume that the belief is that the Salga it had to do what is not their duty. That's what I believe. Yearning on the hearing on the on the on the on the caller. Um, he says Salga is not doing this, and Salga is responsible for salary increase and so. Because we are a constitutional uh, democratic country, and uh, there are issues of law that is picking up. And I think it's a common knowledge that uh, Salka is not its responsibility in terms of salary payments to any individual. It's a responsibility of the well institution that has been allowed to do that. In, for instance, in the case of councillors, is a public office bearers remuneration commission that does that. Um, and then uh, in the case of uh, senior managers, is the responsibility of a virus instrument, for instance, the cooperative governance and traditional affairs. So, <clears throat> yes, if we receive calls, may, maybe let's, let's deal with that complaint differently. For instance, if you send an email to the CEO of Salga, upon receival of that, we had to interact with the member municipality, and city of Cape Town is a member municipality, and say to them, this is the complaint that we have received, and, and therefore we, we require you to, to answer on this complaint. And uh, we urge and also engage the department itself uh, because um, reports of municipalities must be factored in terms of Section 71 and 72 reports that are provided to, to the department. So I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying Sakina, I understand there is a, some gap of knowledge what should be the role of the association as it has been reflected into our constitution that the role and the responsibility of the, of the SALGA is to lobby, advocate and represent. And what we are lobbying is the processes that we are... Okay. Sorry. Katie, sorry, sorry, sorry. Con continuously referring to you as second. Uh, what we are doing is to lobby, represent how do we configure matters of government and how do we hold one another true and salga over the period of time which is detailed in the report that is going to be presented today tomorrow is that what interventions that we have made in so far as capacitating both the political arm and the administrative arm in dealing with matters of finance in dealing with matters of general management so i'm saying i'm saying uh, in short it seems to me there is a serious uh, gap of communities to understand what is the role of the association in dealing with matters that deals with government. Of course, we accept that, Kathy, um, that there are challenges in local government, uh, not small challenges in local government. And uh, there are engagement using our responsibility in terms of our constitution of lobbying to engage in trying to find solution on the challenges that faced by the communities, shareholders to our business anyway, so that the shareholders must re realize the returns on the investment that they've made to the business called local government. Mm -hmm.
I want to take more of the WhatsApp voice notes that we're getting from our listeners. I'm looking at the time, and I think uh, we'll probably have a time for maybe one or two voice notes before uh, we have to wrap up this conversation. Hi, Kathy. It's Judy here from KZN. Please will you ask Salga what they're doing about the climate crisis? The International Panel on Climate Change just released their report at the end of February, and it says that 50% of um, people are 50 percent of humanity are already living in the danger zone extreme experiencing extreme conditions poverty drought and famine we have to move to alternatives to fossil fuels what is salga doing about this at local level because at local level is where we experience the pain thank you morning katie your guest there is just trying to talk and talk and talk, but he's, blame, uh, he's shifting blame to other structures of government. Um, he's not he's not talking straight. Uh, look at him. He's telling us about the new councillors being inducted, blah, blah, orientated, blah, 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 blah. That is the same team. It's just changed. They substituted the players. It's still the ANC. They use the same policies, and they still take mandate from the deployment committees. Those councillors have no say. They're just puppets put in that uh, positions. Thank you, Damar from Raikan. Tell the gentleman to stop uh, lip servicing. All right, so those are just some of the views, again, that we have. I know that you, you were struggling to hear some uh, of those comments, but the one was a question about climate change. What is Salga doing about climate change at a local government level? Uh, the other, the caller felt that uh, you're simply shifting the blame uh, in, from Salga to other entities, and he says this idea of there being new councillors every local term, uh, that that is not reason good enough for the to be lack of progress because oftentimes this is it's still majority ANC in charge and therefore there is no fundamental change in the policy direction that is being pursued. Thank you very much. Uh, okay. it's, it's the same, there's no change. I don't know what does that mean. In 2016, in the local government system in South Africa, we had 27 coalition governments. In 2021, we have 70 coalition governments. Is that not a reflecting a change? And, and that tells you that the voters, what they have been telling us is that they are interested to see change in their conditions. And we are not at all trying to, to shift blames. We are trying to state fact, because it is factually correct that we must always understand what is the difference and the role of the association and what is the difference and the role of government and departments. And we are trying to create that because what we are understanding uh, to be is a gap of knowledge between and interchangeably people when there's wrong thing happened into a municipality. The assumption there is a bigger municipality called Col uh, Salk uh, as a bigger municipality without understanding what are the interrelations between the member municipality and the association? All right. M Mr. Sofile, I'm going to do this. It's just after 11 o'clock. So let me go to the latest news update, and then I'll give you a chance just uh, to conclude your responses to our callers on the subject. Uh, Luanda is standing by with the latest news. Luanda, good morning. The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. You're live on the talking point.
It's 7 after 11 o'clock, the third and final hour of the show for today. Uh, before we get into our health talk, as we do every Wednesday, and today we're going to be focusing on depression, a really important conversation to be having in this country right now. Before we do that, however, we're just going to finalize the conversation we've been having with um, Salga, and this in particular, of course, this particular conversation with uh, Salga NEC member, Begestofile, has been focused focusing on the role and the purpose of not just this conference, but just the work that Salga has been doing over the last five years. Lots of your uh, different responses to this work. So, Mr. Sofile, uh, I just wanted to give you a chance to respond uh, to the listener who had asked about um, the climate change and that conversation and how much of it is featuring uh, in terms of the plans that you as Salga have for local government? It's, it's one of the issues that featuring very high on our agenda. Uh, so as we have invested um, or directed numerous resources, both human resources and financial resources to it, and uh, we have gone through to a process of engaging various municipalities through training about how to how do we prepare ourselves uh, so as uh, as we are experiencing COVID-19 in the country and um, and uh, so far so good it's not always sufficient but we can be comfortable to say um, we have contributed significantly in so far as dealing with the with the climate change and then that is why in various municipalities we have uh, encouraged and we are happy to say we have seen a number of municipalities have been having uh, climate change champions uh, in dealing with this uh, matter because our understanding is going to be with us for the better part. I mean, that is why we are seeing floods today and many other uh, changes in the, in the environment. When it comes to the outcomes of this conference, what can we expect? Are you going to come out of it with a list, let's say, of uh, maybe five, if not ten things that need to get done over the next five years that um, when you meet again in five years' time, you'll be able to look specifically at the list that came out of this conference and say, this is what we've been able to do, this is what we have not been able to do. As we finish five years, one important um, uh, strategy that we have adopted, it was to disrupt. And it cannot be uh, business as usual. And uh, in the last five years, we are convinced that we have made a significant inroads. Part of that disruption was that over the many years since the establishment of local government, uh, we have been comfortable of things that have been happening. And then we have been insisting uh, to various political parties that are contesting elections uh, to, to bring people of uh, caliber uh, and uh, people of stature that takes responsibility in driving the transforming agenda of the country and, and therefore localize it in terms of local government. So that disruption posture, it helped us because today, we, we are happy that various political parties contesting elections in the recent past elections, at least as they accepted, that uh, for them to contribute in changing the outlook of local government, they have to play the game. So at least we, we, we are happy. The, the, the second issue is that <clears throat> it is important that uh, to encourage, to use resources that are given to us prudently. 
And we are going to continue with that campaign and engage those that are affected. And we expect that the conference will also lift this. I think there are the big issue that we expect coming out of the conference to look into it is to close gap between, in my own sense, the shareholders and the business. Because it has been proven beyond reasonable doubt uh, that the gap has been widening between the citizens and, uh, and, uh, and, and, uh, and, uh, and the council and the municipalities. So it will be important for us to look into that. Now, are we then going to have a wish list? The unfortunate thing is that uh, in the changing environment in the local government space, uh, we don't have a space to have a wish list and tick on the box. We, we, we have a responsibility to get on the ground and hit the tar running and, and deal with the issues as, as they come to us. So, yes, after the conference, there will be few key strategic issues that we'll be focusing at and amongst those is about uh, fighting what it has been commonly known in the public as corruption um, which is uh, what is the local government is characterized of and uh, and and of course uh, endeavor to uh, to create a better clean uh, government that is responsive with that uh, type of councillors and leaders that we have received uh, in, the, in the in the in the in the sector currently all right, that's where we'll leave it for this morning. Mr. Stofile, as member of the Salga NEC, you'll of course be hearing a lot more about this conference taking place at the Cape Town International Center, a convention center that is. It's also going to be our home, at least on the talking point, for uh, the next three days. Thank you so much for your time this morning, sir. So